welcome. Ooh. Welcome to the New York Mystery Machine. Tammany Hall, but for good. Oh, that was a loud one. You're welcome. That was a loud one. Welcome back to the show where we chat everything mystery, horror, true crimes, murder, 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 burglary, burglary sometimes, occasional burglary, some heists. Oh, the heists. Eggnog riots. Eggnog riots. <laughs> Uh, such a good name. Such a good name. That, that sounds like a great band name. I, I'm a, a great I don't band know if I said that two weeks, three, four, whatever that was three weeks ago, but I'm pretty sure Eggnog Riot would be a great band Great name. band name. A great Christmas band. I was going to say a it's band that only plays only at Christmas. Christmas songs. Only Christmas. It's a band, but, but for, for Christmas. Ghosts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a band, but for Christmas. <laughs> for Ghosts of Christmas Past. Oh. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, so excited to, to be back. Um, Fun episode last week. New year, new us. Well, no, new year, same old us. Same old us and uh, some of the same characters. New characters emerging, which is the greatest thing. (laughs) We were talking offline just like, how. oh, it's it's good to know that now there's characters on the show. It's like the old Southern Gentleman's a character. Character. Just pull them out. And like, I'm not sure what you have yet in 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 your stock. No, I just got... I've got, I mean, there's a snappy reporter voice, but that hasn't come out that much. No, we haven't used snappy reporter. I think I read one thing early on in our, I believe it was Isidore Fink's episode. Isidore Fink? The legendary Isidore Fink? The legendary The the best episode we've ever recorded? I know. Like, I mean, outstanding. Shockingly good. (laughs) (laughs) We love our Isidore Fink. Isidore Fink (laughs) is just... We we've had a lot of listens this year. Is there a Fink is not one of <laughs> one of your favorite episodes. Let's just say yes, it's, it's one not, of my favorite episodes. But we think it's a great episode. So if you want to go back and listen to Is there a Fink and the the perfect crime, <laughs> the murder of Is there a Fink, go check that out. Give it some listens. <laughs> it wants your love. <laughs> I've tried in the past to not mention that people don't listen to that episode as much, but I'm just there's gonna, no hiding it. There's no hiding it. We know because I look at the numbers every time. Like, why are all the numbers so high? But is there a Fink just isn't that? It's just such a funny joke. You don't know what the show is going to be like until you listen to it. So it can't be that you don't like it. Right. There's just something about the title. People are like, no, I don't want to see this other thing. The perfect crime sounds stupid. She's <laughs> like, I'm not for nothing. I thought that was going to like bring you in. What do you I'm mean? Gonna, I'm just going to. There's no such thing. I'm going to re-release it in a different title and see if it See what happens. See what happens. Yes. You guys will never know. There you go. I know this episode. <laughs> this is a good thing. I've been tricked. <laughs> Oh, um, last week was the first episode of a new year, a new month. And with a new month comes a new listener of the month. I've got the machine right here. And now you know what you get when you get listener. You get a cool sticker. You do. Uh, and if you got one of these stickers already, we invite you to take a picture of your sticker, post, tag us Send on the socials, um, tag us on the socials. And if you want to buy one of these cool stickers, they're only $3. Only $3. Head on over to our Instagram and just direct message us on our Instagram and we'll send you, and we'll send you one. Um, we're still working on setting up a shop. So for now, we'll, uh, we'll just yeah. do it that. And if you're like me and still have your Christmas tree up, because I have very strong feelings about this. Yeah, my tree's up. Yeah, because you know what? If it took Elizabeth Bennett, you know, she went to her cousins and had to stay like two weeks because she traveled like 10 miles. You think the wise men came and then turned around immediately the next day? No, they stayed. They saw the sights. So my tree stays up till February. So if you're like me and still have your tree up into, you know, the early days of spring, it makes a great ornament. I know, me too. I put, Pencil I just a took, hole. I, yeah, I, well, I just, I just took a little, a little silver hooky and I just dug it into it and made a you little, know? and it's, it it's right under my belief. I'm, we're standing on my tree right now. It is January 10th. My tree is very much up. Um, as it should be. As it should be. Uh, I just love it. It still smells so good. Shout yeah. out to Crest Hardware. That's where I got my <laughs> tree. I got a real tree. And this year, 
is my favorite tree ever. There's a lot of talking about, good my, tree, about my tree. But um, I'll take a picture of it and post on the social so you guys can oh, see it. the xylophone. I'm just seeing it for the first time. That's the understudy instruments. Oh, I love it. In another life, I have a band called The Understudies, y'all. Um, look us up on the Instagram at understudies. They've got some very cool photography. Um, yeah, so you can check us out there. Yeah, we do a bunch of we're multifaceted here on the show. This is a part of the brand. Yeah, so much of the brand. <laughs> we, we were talking about giving our stickers away, right, for our listener of the month. So let's right, do that. Right, let's do that. Let's ticker tape this shit. <laughs> this month of January, our listener of the month, uh, uh, that review comes from Kathy X. Bye. <laughs> That's how it is. It's, it's, it's Kathy X B Y E E E E. Bye. Bye. Um, Kathy writes engaging. Uh, this is an engaging show with a well-researched variety of stories. The hosts are fun and don't take themselves too seriously while diving deep on some of New York's lesser known mysteries. Lots of fun for a fan of paranormal and true crime alike. Thank you, Thanks, Kathy. Kathy. Um, Kathy, if you're listening to this, which I assume you do because you listen to the show, uh, drop us a message on yes. Instagram, uh, reach out, and we'll uh, we'll send you a free New York Missing Machine sticker. Thank you for yeah. this review. It's yeah, really, really you. sweet. We don't take ourselves too seriously. No, I would say uh, we take ourselves pretty unseriously. Every now and then I listen, I listen to some of the other like true crime podcasts I listen to, and everyone's like, and then I'm like, oh my God. When people listen to our show, they must be like these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these two morons. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's a very different. It's a different vibe. vibe. We knew going into this. Christina was like, when we first started doing this, she was like, "So, what, like, what's the feel of it?" I'm like, "I'm. Just, it's just gonna be like, let's record like we'd just be hanging out talking about weird shit. Like, I don't want it to be yeah. like so stuffy. Um, not to say that that doesn't have its no, own no, place. I do. I do actually. I like, like a. I like stuffy, stuffy on my on my my train commute. Like, yes. I like to sit. And be like, and then, and then the music comes in. Yeah, I like. I and like. He may never be the same again. This sponsorship for that yeah. <laughs> cereal is. Uh, I haven't Not, had cereal in a while. Oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, not like a. I mean, like a like the. It's fine. Cereal. Yeah. Like the genre, or the podcast. No, like like the podcast. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. The the, the podcast. Okay. Well. Anyway. Hi guys. <laughs> oh god. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Please reach out to us so we can send you our uh, our sticker. Um, stickers should have went out a couple of weeks ago, so hopefully those stickers have been have been have been received. received. <laughs> I bought a lot of stickers. Received. I had to get it was a it was a big thing because we don't ever send things no. in the mail because you know twenty twenty two, and um, so we. So I had to like go buy stamps. I had to go buy envelopes, and that took me forever because I was like, "Yeah." Adam asked to- if I had a stamp, and I was <laughs> you like, stamps? "No, I probably should. I feel like I should. I feel like that would make me an adult if I had a stamp, but I don't." So just know when you get these 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 stickers in the mail, it's it's coming from us. Yeah, from my little my little thick. A lot of hands. effort went into <laughs> effort into into all this. Um, Christina. Yes. What are we talking about today? We are talking about. Pirates! I don't know if that was pirates. So, uh, kind of like our last episode, this is going to touch on a couple of our 
our previous characters and places that we've been. Characters that we created or characters from the shows? Characters from the shows. Real real people, real people. that have shown up Not in the some old way. Southern gentleman. Who knows? He might show up today, I too. I said hello there. Um, no, today we are, uh, we're talking about Captain Kidd. Captain William Kidd. Captain Kidd? Captain Kidd, uh, who's apparently one of the most notorious pirates. Um, and he, you know, he spent some time in New York. So here we go. William Kidd was born about 1645. I should say from the top. We're going to get some of Captain Kidd. He might not seem very illegal at first, but he does end up a pirate. And he's pre-New York. He's pre he's he's he's, he's New Amsterdam. Right? He's New Amsterdam into New York. Love it. Yeah. Uh and he we're going to end up thinking about where might his treasure still be. So it's also oh, a treasure hunt today. Oh, so we got a little 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 column a little combi. Little column a little combi little combi. So who is Captain Kidd? You tell me. William Kidd was born. Uh, it's it's debatable. Either he was born. <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> we're not sure if he was born. No, we're sure he was born. He could have been born. <laughs> could not have been. He was born about 1645 in Greenock, a Scottish port on the Firth of Clyde, or he was born in 1654 in Dundee. Unclear. We don't know. Either way, he's Scottish. Um, our first references to him, though, are when he is serving aboard a French privateer ship in the Caribbean. Um, and he's a privateer in the Caribbean for some years where he ends up a de- uh, a developing a reputation for being honest and hardworking and respectable and brave. What is a privateer? I have no idea. Privateer <laughs> raids ships, oh. captures ships, gets the spoils of the ships. They are owned private, individually owned ships. So what's the difference between a privateer and a pirate, you ask? I ask. Well, privateers do this legally. Pirates do it illegally. So basically, if your government is at war with another government, which, let's face it, one, still is always happening, and two, at the time, was constantly happening, then your government might say, hey, would you like to go raid some enemy merchant ships for us? And you can keep what you find. And then you might go, yes, please. And then you go do it. I love how it's like that is the quote unquote legal version of still stealing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Hey, can you steal for us? I mean, we won't charge you with it, but I'm sure someone else, someone else would probably would. Because you're still stealing, asshole. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The line's a little fuzzy as to where. I was like, oh, legal. <laughs> oh, can you go raid this ship that's not ours? <laughs> <laughs> right it's just sanctioned by we have someone a, we have a very different <laughs> idea of what legal is <laughs> well regardless um by february 1691 kid is no longer in the caribbean pi- privateering he's in new york and some fun things about new york this time one it's only like you said very recently an english colony prior to this it was new amsterdam like you said um, and it became an English colony under the control of the Duke of York, who would later be James II, in 1664. Um, and the systems eventually became much less Dutch, much more English. And the tensions uh, tensions arose between the Dutch and the English inhabitants as a result. Um, so at this time, there was no assembly, and really the government was essentially a court under the control of the merchant community. So per the book, Captain Kidd, The Hunt for the Truth, quote, the council needed the support from the merchants in order to maintain the expensive garrison, and with their support, the city was able to acquire new territories, mostly local metropolitan areas such as Long Island and Albany. So when Kidd arrives in February 1691, 
a man by the name of Jacob Leisler had recently emerged as a new leader among some of the more rebellious Dutch inhabitants. Um, and he was the captain of the militia, a prominent merchant, and he managed to dissolve the English council. He sent some off to jail. He sent others into exile, and he tries to make himself governor of New York. Um, and this had, you know, this was the backlash against colonial rule, right, by all these snubbed Dutch folks. Um, Colonel Henry Slaughter was appointed by the British crown as the governor, and he demands that Jacob Leisler give himself up and over and surrender. And every time he asked Leisler to do this, go figure, Leisler's like, nah, no, not going to do it. Um, so finally, Slaughter asks Captain Kidd to do this for him. And so what Captain Kidd does is he takes his very impressive ship to the tip of Manhattan, aims his cannon at the fort where Leisler is holding up, and Leisler's like, well, fuck. Well, fuck. And he turns himself over, and it's the end of an era. Um, and he's an instant hero as a result. Um, Kidd is given 250 pounds. He is wined and dined at a series of fets around town. And at one of these, he meets Sarah Bradley Cox Ort, a twice-widowed woman with no children. And it is through Sarah that Captain Kidd ends up acquiring a good chunk of wealth. So a little bit about Sarah. She married her first husband, William Cox, a flower merchant. When she was 15, no children, Cox dies. Sarah is heir to several properties that Cox owns. So there's a house on Pearl Street, a house on Wall Street, and 38 acres of land on Sawmill Creek, which is today 73rd and 74th Street along the East River. She then marries John Ort, who dies when Sarah's 21. And then she meets Kid um, at this Leisler Surrender Hooray celebration. And they both wed the day of Leisler's execution, which, you know, is a big ghost if you ask me, but whatever. So now Kid is in a very respectable position. He is liked. He's admired. He's even asked to protect the waters around Long Island from those French privateers at the tip of the island. He contributes to the building of Trinity Church downtown. But he gets this itch for adventure. Um, as one does. As one does. Get that itch. You know, he was he was privateering, and now he's like, Ugh, I want to do some more shit. I want to do some more shit. And so in 1696, he decides to become a privateer hunting pirates. Oh, Nelly Nelly. Yeah. So one problem, despite owning all of this property and this land and being really crazy wealthy, his cash is, you know, the liquidity isn't there. He's, his cash is locked up in these other things, so he's a little cash poor. So the way he does this is he raises a crew by promising a share in any of their takings and essentially tells his financial backers that you're going to get a tiny percentage and we're going to keep the bulk of this. And somehow it works. So in 1696, he leaves New York aboard the Adventure Galley. That's the name of his ship. And he heads for the Red Sea. This is September 1696, and he, per the charter and papers he's working under, has agreed to be back in Boston with his loot by March 25th, 1697. He's got seven months. So this voyage ends up going very badly. Oh, boy. Extremely badly. Um, for one, after months on the, the road, so to speak, there's been very little privateering that they can do. So there haven't been many ships that aren't considered friends right now. Um, to to the government, um, which means that Captain Kidd's like, yeah, not going to turn pirate, not going to do it. We're a privateer. <laughs> we we do this stealing stuff legally. Um, and then one day, uh, a trader led by Captain 
Thomas Parker comes along and Parker comes aboard the adventure galley and hangs out in Kid's cabin and they're drinking and doing whatever they do. And meanwhile, Kid's crew, who's getting a little desperate, ends up uh, grabbing Parker's crew, hoisting them up on ropes, beating them, so essentially torturing them, uh, and demanding to know where they hid their loot. Uh, the question of whether Kid knows this is happening or not, or whether he was so preoccupied hanging out with his new friend that he didn't have any idea what was going on is actually immaterial because at the time he is captain, therefore his crew and their actions are all under his purview. He is responsible. Um, so he's essentially responsible for the torture of this other guy's um, crew. And to add insult to injury, they then made Parker stay aboard the ship to help navigate for a while. So they kidnapped him. We're like, you're going to help us navigate this area because you know the sea is really well. Fair. So uh, pirate hunting privateer ends up beginning to act like a pirate. They end up on the Malabar coast of India and now fresh water and food are scarce. Still no ships that they can, they can take. Uh, so everything's really bad. And, you know, tensions are running high. A crew member by the name of Moore was overheard complaining about this and complaining that Kid refuses to attack any of the boats that are around, regardless of who they are. So the, the crew is like ready to turn true pirate. And Kid is furious about Moore's criticism. And they exchange some words, and then the worst happens. How it happened is disputed. Kid says that he was so angry that he grabbed the nearest thing, which happened to be a metal bucket with metal handles and metal protrusions, and threw it at Moore. My God. Here's <laughs> <And laughs> the metal. The fuck out of here. Other accounts would say that Kid had these words with Moore, paced up and down the ship a couple of times, and then said, ha and took the bucket and threw it at Moore. Good Either God. way, he threw it at Moore. Either way, he was like, here's a bucket of shit, and you're yeah. getting in your face, bitch. And uh, this distinction is probably not important because Moore ends up dead. Yeah, yeah, that checks out because you know, on on account of the bucket of metal and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So according to the ship's surgeon, the wound was small, <laughs> but the skull was fractured. Oh, it was small. But I believe he died of the wound. Unquote. His skull was. Oh God, what's the word? Broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So weird. If you throw a bunch of heavy metal things at someone's skull, that it would fracture it. Weird, right? <laughs> and they would die. So premeditated murder, heat of the moment, manslaughter, unclear. Doesn't matter. Guy dead. Here it is. Um, and this does not inspire much fealty in the crew. Go figure. They're pretty horrified. Um, and so things just keep going south. Um, there's a whole lot of nonsense that goes on on this trip. Kid commandeers a ship that uh, showed him French papers from the person who be he believed to be captain. So he thought he was allowed to raid it. Turns out that the captain was actually English and off doing something else, yada, yada, yada. So now he's a pirate. Who cares? This part didn't happen in New York. It all happens off the coast of India and Madagascar. Suffice to say, some shit goes down. Kid is officially wanted as a pirate. Which I think that if I was wanted as anything in my life, I would be a pirate. <laughs> it's like, ugh, yeah. he's a wanted pirate. Wanted pirate. You hate to see it happen. Yeah. Or you love to see it. Or you love to see it happen. Like me. I think I love I, to see it That's happen. how I like to be. Um, so several of his crew end up defecting to another pirate ship because Kid can't pay them. And they're getting desperate. And Kid decides, okay, fuck this, heading back west. For the record, we're now in April 1699. They were supposed to be back in Boston in March of uh, 1697. They're, they're quite a bit over the stay of their papers. And so he, he lands at Anguilla to get some fresh food and water. And there he learns that on November 23rd of the previous year, 1698, the English government set, sent an alarm out to the West Indies saying that Kidd was a pirate and that the colonies should hunt him down and capture him. Oh, boy. 
Now, by this same act that is, you know, sending out the alarm, essentially, numerous priorites were allowed to be offered a pardon in exchange for giving themselves up. Kid was one of the few explicitly named and banned from that being an option. Yeah. So he's he's explicitly named as not being allowed like, to be offered a pardon. I'm like, no, we really want you. Yeah, you're going to go to Jabu. So what's Kid to do? What's a kid to do? He sends a letter through a friend to New York, makes a few stops around Long Island, Connecticut, dropping off goods and money with various people. Hold on to that. Hold in. Um, and whether this is to keep the stuff safe or to pay people off or to ask them to keep an eye on stuff, we're not really sure, but we'll come back to that. And in 1699, Kid finally heads to Boston. He's convinced through an exchange of letters with the governor of New York, who at this time is the first Earl of Billamont, uh, that he would be treated fairly and given a chance to defend himself, prove his innocence, etc. But a grand jury doesn't believe Kidd. Um, there's a lot of debate as to whether this was a fair trial. He sent off to England on March 10, 1700, where he would be convicted on five counts of piracy, one of murder, and he was executed May 23rd, 1701. Well, there it is. And Adam. That's me. I think this is a good moment for us to pause and uh, take a little break, and then we'll come back and talk about kids' treasure. Sure. Well, we'll see you in just, just a bit. The New York Mystery Machine is brought to you in part by listeners like you. That's right. Head on over to our Patreon, and for as little as $3 a month, you can help keep the pod growing. By joining, you can access a whole bunch of cool stuff, such as mini-episodes, swag, exclusive playlists, and more. Head to www.patreon.com slash nymysterymachine to find out more and become a patron. That's www.patreon.com slash nymysterymachine and join our ever-growing community today. So you listen to our podcast, which means you must love mysteries. But how would you like to solve your very own mystery? Hunt a Killer is an immersive murder mystery game told over the course of six episode boxes. Each box is filled with different clues and physical items such as autopsy reports, witness statements, and more. You'll use these clues to solve an ongoing murder mystery. Work solo or as a team of sleuths to finally crack the case and reveal the murderer. So do you think you have what it takes to hunt a killer? If so, head to www.huntakiller.com and use the code NYMYSTERYMACHINE for 20% off the first box. That's www.huntakiller.com and the code is NYMYSTERYMACHINE. Sign up now and begin the hunt. Bow, bow, bow. All right, we're back. We've been talking about Captain Kidd, uh, Captain William Kidd, uh, the Scottish New York pirate who, well, privateer turned pirate, uh, who a privateer turned pirate turned pirate who threw a uh, uh, who threw a, a, a metal bucket at someone's head and was surprised when they died, um, and now now Kidd's dead too. Uh, and the story. And the story. No. <laughs> No. Um, so there's a ton of debate, like I said, about whether he was fairly branded a pirate or whether his trial was, you know, far from fair. All debatable. But what we're going to focus in on is the legacy, the afterlife, if you will, of Captain Kidd. So you'll remember when Kidd was on his way back to New York, 
he knew the jig was essentially almost up. And while he's busy dispatching letters to New York to see just how badly this is going to end for him, we mentioned that kid made a few stops along Long Island. So one place we know definitively he stopped was uh, somewhere he stopped not once, but two times. And it's a place we know well. It's Gardner's Island. Now, for those, How do we know that? For those who have been paying attention, Gardner's Island featured prominently in our Witch of East Hampton episode. Oh, boy. That's where we decided that Christina was a witch. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Lion Gardner in that episode was one of the original European settlers of the island, and a certain good garlic was one of his servants. Well, by the 1690s, Lion Gardner had long ago died. There's a good chance for the record Goody Garlic is still alive out there in East Hampton, which is kind of fun. Wait, I'm sorry. Goody Garlic can... How old did she be? The theory is she died real old. And so did her husband. Like, there's some speculation that they died into their 90s, maybe almost 100, that they're like... And you know why? Because she's a witch. Because she's a witch. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, while this is going on, there's a chance... That was, like, my favorite episode because it's like, I don't know, you guys. All this does point to the fact that she may be a witch. She may be a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to be that that person who'd be like oh she's a witch and not that you want to persecute her but I was like I don't know I re-listened to the episode recently and I was like oh no I think she was a witch she's a witch anyway she go checks off all the boxes go back to listen to that episode if you if you if you haven't that's uh that's episode um 18 18 I think it's 18 18 yeah episode 18 go back and listen to it and then come back and listen to this and know that while all of this is happening with Captain Kidd Goody Garlic is still being her witchy self in East Hampton which please um so like i said lion gardner himself is dead at this point and his grandson john gardner has taken over the estate so it's this john gardner that william kidd pays a visit to and he essentially shows up off the coast of the island in a nondescript sloop he's traded in his very very recognizable boat as well as the boat that he commandeered while off the coast of india or was it africa he did a lot of commandeering around both those places um, and he, he's traded it in for a sort of ship that can blend in more easily with the kinds of ships around New York. And he sends a message to John Gardner. Now, Gardner probably suspects something weird's going on. I mean, how often does a ship show up with like tons of goods on it? But he's got plausible deniability that he doesn't know this. And he maintains he had no idea what was going on. So Kid ends up saying he plans to meet Bellamont, the governor of New York, in Boston. And Gardner would later state in deposition that the two other sloops tied to Kid's ship were the recipients of bales of goods, chests, and other items. Mm. The three ships hung out together for three days, and then two sloops sailed off. Kid, it should be noted, sent Gardner some goods, including enslaved African children, because that is a thing in New York <sighs> at this time. Oh, God. Um, the second visit saw Kid drop off some more goods with Gardner. And more than that, there is a story that he buried treasure. On oh the boy, we'd love to hear it. Now, according to the legends, um, this included gold dust, silver bars, rubies, diamonds, candlesticks, pieces of eight, and more, totaling about 20,000 pounds at the time. Which, if you convert 17, you know, 1699 money into 2022 money, is millions and millions and millions. Millions of dollars. Um, so... A man, one of Kid's men, even eventually confesses to trying to purchase the sloop to go back to Gardner's Island at a certain point to dig it up. And we know for sure the kid was here and left some treasure because Gardner was deposed regarding what happened. Mm. So here is the uh, exact testimony from John Gardner, given July 17, 1699. Adam, would you read this in 
I don't know. An old-timey pirate voice? Old-timey pirate voice? Mm-hmm. Is this person an old-timey pirate? No. You have your choice then. You can either be old-timey pirate for someone who is not a pirate, or you could be a southern gentleman no. for someone who is not a southern gentleman. <clears throat> All right, I'll do... Um, I'll do the 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 old southern gentleman, of course. It's what <clears throat> we all want. It's what we all want. About twenty days ago, Mister Emmett of New York came to his house and desired a boat to go to New York. Finishing him one that evening, he saw a sloop with six guns rotted off Gardiner's Island. Two days afterwards, in the evening, Gardiner went aboard the sloop to inquire what she was. When it came on board, Captain Kidd, till then unbeknown to him, asked him how himself and family did. Said he was going to Lord Bellamont of Boston and desired him to carry three African children ashore and keep them until he returned or his order called for them. About ten hours after, Kidd sent his boat ashore with two bales of good and an African child. The next morning, Kidd desired Gardiner to come aboard immediately and bring six sheep with him for his voyage to Boston, which he did. Then Kidd desired him a spare barrel of cider. <laughs> cider. <laughs> which he consented to. Gardiner sent two of his men for it, and while they were gone, Kid offered Gardiner several pieces of damaged muslin and Bengal as a present to his wife, which Kid put in a bag and handed him. About a quarter of an hour after, Kid gave Gardiner two or three pieces of damaged muslin for his own use. When Gardiner's men came aboard the boat, came aboard with the cider, Kid gave them four pieces of gold for their trouble and bringing the wood. About three days after Kid sent the master of his sloop for Gardiner, who went on board with them, then Kid desired Gardiner to take and keep for him or order a chest, a box of gold, and a bundle of quilts, and four bales of goods, which a box of gold, Kid told Gardiner, was intended for Lord Belmont. Gardiner compiled another Kid. Another of Kid's men delivered Gardiner's gold and gold dust of about one pound to keep for him. And did present Gardiner a sash and a pair of worsted stockings. The narrator, Gardiner, said he knew nothing of kids being a pirate. And if he had dust not have acted otherwise than he had done, having no force to oppose him, and that he hath formerly been threatened be to be killed by pirates, if he should carry unkindly to them... Thank you, Adam. I think my favorite is is sad. Sad. I like Lord Bellamont. <laughs> Lord Boston. Be- Lord Bellamont of Boston. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. I wish I could say that didn't take six takes. <laughs> but it did. Um, mostly because I keep losing it. Um, so... Essentially, Belmont demands any treasure left with Gardner. Gardner obliges. He hands over what he has. Um, And, you know, theoretically, there should be no more treasure on the island. Um, But there is this family legend um, that, you know, after he turns over all of these goods, a couple of things are retained by the family. There's still in the family um, some gold cloth from this period oh the gold cloth (laughs) um and uh there is also a diamond oh 
Um, apparently, it's a large diamond that was kept in the family for a really long time. Um, it's worth noting that there is kind of a crazy um, story from the family. So it seems that not all of the treasure that was given, theoretically given, to Belmont was given then to the English crown. And we know this because the 16th proprietor of Gardner Island, a Robert David Lyon Gardner, said that apparently he got to go to Queen Elizabeth's coronation. And while dancing with the queen at the coronation, had this conversation. He said, I am still in possession of the receipt that my ancestor gave Bellamont of all the things he said he was giving back to England. And I would just be curious to see if like, did it all make it here? And she was like, let's talk to one of my Chamberlains. And they did. And he sat down with the copy that he had and the copy of the what arrived in England. And not everything matched. Not everything made it. Oh, boy. So what is still out there is a big question. Um, and there remained even afterwards, you know, c- stories that there was still buried treasure on Gardner's Island. Um, according to one story, Kid made Gardner himself watch where he buried everything um, and then said that if he told anyone, he would come back and kill him. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Um, it's also worth noticing... Uh, noticing. It's also worth noting that after visiting Gardner's Island, Kid did visit several other places on the Long Island coast, right? So near Montauk, Secaucket, um, Oyster Bay. And it's perhaps to throw people off the trail of where he actually buried his treasure and or he continued burying treasure. Um, so not to mention, we do know that Captain Kid's crew left possessions on Gardner's Island. So what of their gold? What of it? What of it? We don't know. It's out there. You got to go find it. You got to go digging. Oh, we, we some more gold. How yeah. much buried treasure do we have to work, to find in the show? Apparently a lot. I think we'd need to do just one trip of us going around finding treasure. I mean, an episode of us just going around <laughs> finding treasure. Just us <laughs> and a camera. Just <laughs> shh, shh. It'll be great for our ASMR. Any, anything? <laughs> no, just dirt. That checks out. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, there is also a legend that he may have buried some gold on Bedlow Island. Oh, I know Bedlow Island. What's, What's Bedlow Island? Liberty Island. Liberty Island. I had never heard of it by the name Bedlow. So yeah, it's better known today as Liberty Island. Um, now, according to legend, about 100 years after Captain Kidd's demise, so we're talking about 1800-ish, Two people went to Bedlow Island in search of the treasure after dark. They came upon it, but also discovered they had company. A ghost? A ghost of one of Kid's men. By some accounts, this man was murdered by Kid in order to guard the treasure in the afterlife. Oh, boy. Um, and apparently the story is... Wait, that was his intention? He's like, I'm going to kill you, and your job is to spend eternity to <laughs> guarding my gold? What an asshole! I mean, that's how, that's the legend here, you know? Like, let's just throw, like, guess what? You're going to die right here defending my gold. <laughs> or he took a bucket and just threw it at him again. <laughs> or, or because it's him, he's like, hey, hey, stand right there. Stand right there. No, 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 don't move. <laughs> I'm going to throw a bucket at your face. Don't move. I got a fracture, or you, you won't die. Yeah, no, I bet that's what happened. Um, And this story has been in circulation since the mid-1800s. A different version says that in 1825, it was two army soldiers, a Sergeant Gibbs and a Private Woods, who were assigned to Fort Wood on Bedloe's Island. 
and that they tried to find the treasure. And when they opened the metal box that they found, Captain Kidd himself as a ghost emerged. I imagine it being like, who goes there? Yeah, with like his his body turning into like a little ghostly point of, you know, like how they all turn into ghosts. Yeah, it's like a very like like genie-like. Yes, exactly. Um, Well, apparently when they saw Captain Kidd's ghost, uh, they fainted. And as, I mean, I, as you do, I think I would too. <laughs> I swear, it's like if if I I've never seen us like I've had some ghostly experiences, but I've never seen like a straight apparition in front mm. of me. If I saw like a ghost, yeah, burst out like, yeah, thud. yeah. Well, that's what happened to these two guys. Um, and when they came to, the box was empty. So whether it was filled beforehand and empty after, like kid took all of his ghost, all of his treasure, or someone else was, was like right behind him, like oh, like, these guys oh. passed out. I'm gonna grab this shit. Who knows? Um. And still others today say that you can find Captain Kidd walking around the burial grounds of Trinity Church. Like I mentioned, he was a a patron of its construction. He helped pay for a pew inside it. And theoretically, he should have been buried there if he had remained a respectable citizen. So Too bad he didn't. Too bad he didn't. And now he spends all eternity wandering around looking at the grave plot that could have been his. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like I would have liked that one. That's yeah. the one I would have wanted. Yeah, his actual body, he was he was actually technically hung hanged, hanged twice. What? Yeah, the first time I should have said this back then. This is Probably. a bar- talk about burying the lead. You're burying um, the lead. Uh he was hanged once, the rope broke. And So he had a moment of the dead. He touched it. Yeah. He, and he kissed it. He kissed it. And then they put him back up and hanged him again and that time it worked and then they tarred his body and left it in public so that he would warn other pirates by his demise oh my god and so now his ghost is like damn could have could been buried here and instead i had that happen to me yeah two hangings two hangings a tarring mm-hmm. i don't think I he feel, was feathered i feel like the tarring was kind of useless i think you probably should tar him first and then hung him yeah i don't know what the logic is Maybe it's like a preservation thing to help keep or his like body. Or just a symbol. Yeah. Like sticky sludge. I'll be honest. I haven't read a lot about tar and feathering because it sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking hot tar. Ugh. It has to like burn your skin. I bet it's a preservation thing that they did it after. Like so that he would last longer as a symbol of Oof. don't become Oof. a privateer turned pirate. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. But um, that's the story of Captain Kidd. And his treasure, theoretically, is still out there. There are stories all up and down the coast of Long Island that maybe it's still out there. Maybe it's on Gardner's Island. Maybe it's on Liberty Island. Maybe it's uh, on the coast of Jersey. Um, there's a lot. Or, or Connecticut. There's a lot of theories out there. So, theoretically, there are millions still waiting to be had. Millions to be had. Millions to be had. Once again, another buried treasure that we find here on the New York Mystery yeah. Machine. We had some murder. We had some buried treasure. We had some pirateering. And some ghosts. And some ghosts. And the old Southern gentleman got to got to visit. Which is my favorite part. Oh my god, that was that was that was a tough that was tough to get through. It was very difficult. <laughs> Whenever I do the Southern gentleman, of all the voices I do, that one, it's I can't look at you because <laughs> I'm watching you intentionally not look at me. And then at the corner of my eye, I see you like turn and like start smiling. And every now and then I hit a word like cider. Cider. I can't do it. That um, that just, I I know what's gonna happen too. Like I know when I hit this word, it's gonna make me laugh. It's like a bad episode of SNL. Yeah. Or a good episode of SNL. A great me. episode. Love a good break. 
Well, thanks for that story, Christina. Yeah, thank you. A little, um, little buried treasure. A little buried treasure. Um, uh, you know, we didn't mention it at the top of the, epi- top of the episode, but, you know, if you'd be interested in um, helping this little show continue along, um, you can head on over to our Patreon. Our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Machine, And for a little as um, $3 a month. As little as $3 a month, you could be our patron. And we would love our patrons. We're trying to, we've been saying this forever. I know you'd be like, just buy the shit already, but it's expensive. We're trying <laughs> to get some new equipment in this new year. Um, some new microphones, a new, a new um, sound box. New uh, headset. He- I mean, literally my headset is, I have to, I'm replacing the, I got my, you see, I got, got my, fresh tape. I, I can got see my it. fresh tape out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna retape this. So um, I like that you're at least consistent. It's still that lovely shade of it's teal. A, it's green. green. It's a it's a green. You would think I would just get like a you know there are blue headphones. I would get blue tape. And no, 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 no. It's green. Um, so please, we appreciate um, if you would join us on Patreon. We have a lot of cool things that we're gonna um, create this year, and um, we'd like to send it to you. Yeah. So um, and we can only do that if you give us a little help. Um, and that's by uh, being a patron. Uh, also, like and subscribe. Follow us on all the socials. You can follow us on Instagram at NY Mystery Machine, at Twitter at NY Mysteries. This new year, uh, it's our resolution to be a little more active on Twitter. Christina's going to take the lead on that. It's oh, be, interesting. Okay. It's going to be all mostly right. X Files, but it's going to be absolutely <laughs> solely X Files. I take the lead on Instagram most of the time. So if you could just handle the Twitter, because I always forget. I will admit, I'm going to admit this right off the bat, my personal Twitter account is actually just things I retweet to myself so that I can find them later. So this yeah. is going to be a challenge. Yeah. It's going to be a steep learning curve, folks. I'll also try to go on the Twitter a little bit more as well. We'll, we'll both make an effort to go on the Twitter. Okay. All right. Um, because we know if you do follow us on Twitter, we're a little light on the, on the tweet game. Yeah. Um, so to follow us on those social medias and, um, the biggest thing you can do, if you don't want to drop us any money, what you can do is just drop us some stars both now on Spotify and iTunes, Spotify, brand new thing they do now is a five star rating. If you're listening to us right now on Spotify, just head on over to Spotify, click the five stars. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Apple podcasts, rather scroll down, hit us with five stars. If you're on iTunes, give us a review. You could enter for a chance to win uh, a New York Missy Machine sticker. If you want that sticker and you don't want to give us a review, that's silly. Just give us a review. <laughs> uh, but they are for sale. Head on over to at NY Mystery Machine on Instagram. Drop us a DM and we can get you set up with your own sticker. Uh, other new merchandise coming out this year. Also, hopefully some some new exciting things happening in this new year with the show. We're so excited to continue to come to you every week. Woo! Every week. Every week. Every week. Every week. Um, I think that's all the announcements I had to make. I think, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, are people still listening to the show? The show ended, so are they still mm. listening to the show? I like to believe that you do. I like to believe that you. We should quit. We should find a way, like, do something. You get a you, test. You get like a treat at the end. Yeah. So it's like, hey, did you listen to the whole episode? Oh, did you? What's the last thing I said? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the reward <laughs> is for this. No we're gonna figure it out. There's no reward. Ah, just the knowledge that you are in the right. Just, just the knowledge that it's not a full episode until you hear us say Tammy Hilfiger ghosts again. Right. Not that one. Not that one. That wasn't it. Not yet. Anyway, I've been out of maze. I've been Christina Marinelli. We'll be back next week on the episode. Thanks for taking a ride aboard the New York Commission Machine. Tammany Hall, but for ghosts. See you next time. <laughs>